Welcome to Love This Bitch, the podcast that teaches you how to love your life and accomplish your goals through self-compassion and self-coaching. Now here's your host, MBA and Master Certified Professional Life Coach, Lisa Oglesby. Hello, my loves. How are you today? I'm having a lovely day. It is storming a bit here, um, but I like that. I've always liked storms. Um, it sounds nice with the rain and the thunder. But of course, as I'm sitting down to do this, I, <laughs> I was like, well, the power has already gone out once. It's probably a great time to start recording a podcast. <laughs> So hopefully the power will stay on and I will not have to do this episode a few times. So this week, I wanted to talk about something that kind of ties in with what we talked about last week, which was shooting on others. So, you know, we talked again because I had another episode before that was also very similar about the manual. But we talked about, you know, our manuals for other people or how sometimes we should on people for how they should behave in certain situations. And, you know, it causes us to miss out on really seeing that person for who they are and connecting with them on a real level. But so today I want to talk about difficult people. (laughs) And some of you may use other phrases for these people, toxic people, people who are drama, different ways of looking at it. But it's important to talk about this because these are all labels that your brain is giving these people. It is always our thoughts, not other people or circumstances that cause our feelings. So difficult people or whatever you want to label them are just people that you have unmanaged thoughts about. And sometimes when I talk with my clients and we're working through a situation that they might have with a person, I do say some people require more thought work than others. And that's true for that person. Even in that situation, yes, some people may require more thought work for you. It doesn't mean that they are inherently a difficult person and they require more thought work. It just means it's requiring it for you in your life at that moment. There are other people that love those people and don't have to maybe do any thought work or they might not know about thought work, but (laughs) they have thoughts about them that they're fantastic. Sometimes that can be hard for us to see. I know I have people in my life that I'm like, wow, they have people that love them. That's impressive. (laughs) But those are just my own thoughts. and, And I acknowledge that. And there are people that I know that I care about. And I'm like, yeah, these are one of my special people. I think it's a, a worse word than the title of the show, according to the censors. But, I, you know, I'm like, that person's a, an a-hole and so am I and we fit. <laughs> these are some of the thoughts that I used to have. But it's just a label that we are giving them in our brain. Difficult, toxic drama. It's not actually about the person. If they have thoughts about us, they're not really about us. It's our own triggers and filters and the thoughts that the stories that we're creating in our minds. And of course, we love our own interpretations of everything. We think they're the best and our stories are the most accurate, right? Even though science shows that our brains are really overstimulated and they miss a lot and they filter things. And as we've talked about, and it'll come up a lot in this episode, there's the negativity bias, (laughs) confirmation bias. Your brain loves drama and it likes to run amok with this this type of stuff. So, you know, that's actually the first point. When you have this thought that a person is difficult, you're giving your brain 
exactly <laughs> what it wants. You know, your brain is all about that negativity bias. It, it wants to keep you safe. So it kind of is like, okay, this is good. As we talked about before, it's like, oh, this is a good thing. Okay, wait, this is bad. Let me think about this. Let me focus on this. And then it triggers that fight, flight, or freeze because now you've identified a threat. You've labeled this person as a threat. So you're going to react by fighting. And that could be, you know, criticizing the person, thinking horrible things about them, defensiveness in your own mind about what they think about you and how it's not true. Flight, you might try to avoid the person and just not do anything, you know, and, and let them control your life by where you can go and what you can do. Or you might freeze just kind of fall over and feel kind of emotionally numb around them. And these are all your brain's anxiety responses to you labeling this person as a threat. And after that, your brain's going to, it's going to look for evidence. It's going to filter out any evidence to the contrary. And it's going to look for evidence to, to confirm, yeah, this person is a threat and this person is bad and we could die. So just labeling that person difficult, toxic, drama, you are creating those results for yourself in your life because that's what your brain's going to look for. And it's going to keep those thoughts going. It's going to look for confirmation. It's going to create drama and stress and negative feelings or bad emotions because it's like, this is a bad thing and we need to avoid it. So your brain is creating it. <laughs> your brain is, is creating all the drama now because you had that original thought or some thought to that effect and it's just going to run with it <laughs> and keep going because it, it likes that idea. It likes that it now, you know, you've identified a tiger and so now it needs to look for that tiger, be aware of that tiger, be prepared to fight or to flee or to hide from that tiger. So other people are, they're not toxic, they're not drama, they're not difficult, they are not causing your emotions. Your thoughts, as always, are causing your emotions. And in this case, just that label is giving your brain a tiger to go after. And that's what it's going to do. And those are the feelings that you're going to get. It's going to lead to those anxiety type actions. And the results are going to be drama. Drama in your life, drama really in your mind. So that's the first part. You've labeled it. You've had this thought. You've given your brain the drama that it loves. The second thing is, you know, to understand that when you believe or when you think that this other person is difficult, they are causing your feelings, you're giving up your power. This is why you feel out of control, right? This person's causing your emotions. There's nothing you can do about it. You're upset, you're hurt, you're stressed, and you feel powerless. You feel helpless. And, you know, that's because you've given the control of your emotions over to someone else. And we don't control other people <laughs> or circumstances. So you could control your own thoughts about that person. But as long as you are blaming them or giving them the power and, you know, saying that they are causing these feelings, then you've given up your power. You can't do anything about it because they're doing it right. It's, it's out of your hands. So, you know, just believing that is going to create a sense of powerlessness in you. And you're not going to be able to take any action because action comes from a place of, of power. So you're not going to see solutions to the situation. You're not going to, you know, see, hey, I could do something to feel better here because you have given up that power. You have given your emotional responsibility to someone else. And that is a decision that you're making when you are choosing to believe that they are difficult, that they're causing your feelings. 
you're creating that pain. You're creating your emotions with your own thoughts, but you're creating that sense of of powerlessness. And it's going to hold you back because if you don't believe that you can make a difference in the situation, then you're not going to try. If you have to believe that you can do something, that you have some power, some agency in the situation to make change. And as long as you're blaming that person, then you're not able to do that. So it might seem hard to take back your power, to take responsibility, you know, for your feelings. Sometimes I get a lot of, of comments like, well, I'm letting them off the hook. Well, I'm just letting them get away with it. I just, I'm just supposed to not care. Nope. <laughs> Didn't say any of that. You know, you don't have them on the hook <laughs> for one thing, right? You're just feeling upset. You're creating negative emotions for yourself, not them. You know, you're making yourself hurt and you're making situations, times when you have to be around them difficult. And it's hard. It's hard to take that back because, you know, when you blame them, you don't have to take responsibility or do anything. When you take your power back, like we've talked about before, there tends to be a tendency to blame yourself. Oh, well, it's my fault then. I'm the problem here. No, (laughs) no, your brain did its thing. It identified a tiger and it was trying to keep you safe fine. There's nothing wrong with that. It's okay. But continuing to allow yourself to give control over to this other person to feel these negative emotions and, you know, struggle with these difficult people that are causing you all this pain, that's a choice. And while it might seem hard to take back the power and admit that the issue is is not that other person, it's actually your unmanaged thoughts that you're connecting to that person, that's really not harder than giving up your power, than allowing someone else to hurt you, even though it's really your thoughts. You know, you're essentially allowing it to continue because you're creating it. And it puts you in your mind at the mercy of this other person, like you have no power, when really you're at the mercy of your own thoughts. And which one is harder? Which one is more painful? To believe like, hey, I can take responsibility for my emotions in this situation. No matter what that person says or does, I can examine my thoughts about it and I can feel and act the way that I choose to. Or, you know, I can just keep saying that they're causing it and just keep feeling this pain. I get to that point on a lot of different issues when I'm coaching myself and when I'm working with clients. There, there, always, there comes a point sometimes where it's like you look at your thoughts, you question your thoughts and you see, you know, how they're creating your feelings, your actions, your results. But you don't have to change them. You never have to change them. You can keep them. It's just up to you. Like, do you want to keep the feelings, the actions, the results that they're creating for you? If you do, then keep them. If you don't, if you want to change that, then you have to acknowledge that it's the thoughts and then you have to take the action to change those thoughts. So, you know, your mind is going to love the tiger. It's going to want to stick to it and blame the other person and and be unmanaged and and run free like our minds have until we learn about self-coaching and about how our thoughts are what's causing our feelings. Now you know that and you can make that choice. So to take back your power, you just have to acknowledge that you do have the power. You can take responsibility for your own emotions, for your feelings, and that when it comes to this person, your mind is just unmanaged. You've just been allowing whatever thoughts come up when you're interacting with them just pop into your head and go unquestioned. And that's okay. But now that you know that, you have the opportunity to change that, to look at those thoughts. 
So only you can decide if you want to take that responsibility and that power back and make that change to say, okay, this person is not difficult. This person is not toxic. It's my thoughts about this person. And so what can I do about it? Okay, well, now you can do a thought download. Now you can examine the thoughts that you're having and see like, oh, okay, well, I think that this person lied to me. So that triggers for me that I don't deserve the truth, that I'm not worthy of love because people think it's okay to just lie to me. Trust me, I've had thoughts like that. Being lied to was a very huge trigger for me with a lot of thoughts in the past. Really, really giving up my responsibility. Like someone lying to you has absolutely nothing to do with you. That is completely their thoughts, their choices of actions. It doesn't mean that you have no worth, that you don't deserve the truth. These are just sentences that would pop into my head in these times. Caused a lot of pain. And, you know, if I had done a thought download at the time, I would have seen that that was connecting to my inner belief, my thought many levels down that I didn't deserve the truth, that I was unworthy. So, you know, once you take your power back, you can do things like a thought download and you can see those thoughts and then you can start working to identify and practice new thoughts, thoughts that will help you feel better. And that way you can interact differently with that person and feel and think differently about those situations. So, you know, I'm not saying it's easy, especially, you know, you might have things that for you take more work. For example, with the lying, you know, my partner, if someone lied to him, he would be like, that person's a liar. The person that I thought they were before I had, I thought they were a liar. That person doesn't exist. I don't know this person. They're a liar. That's it. (laughs) Right? So where I might say a person who lies to you is just the worst. You can't interact with them. You can never know when they're telling the truth. You can never believe them. Any belief in them could lead to your detriment. Like where I would have all those thoughts. He's just like, oh, no, that person's just a liar. That has nothing to do with me. That's how they roll. And he would move on. So, you know, no matter what it is that you think the person has said or done or, you know, how many of your friends agree with you that they're just the worst, it is your thoughts that are creating the feelings for you that you've identified person as a threat. And for whatever reason, you know, whatever the threat is, for me in that one example, it was created, I mean, triggered that thought that I had that I was unworthy of respect, love, things like that. So there's something that that person, a thought that they've triggered that's causing you pain, but they didn't even, I mean, they're not responsible (laughs) for triggering it, right? It's just your unmanaged thoughts. It popped up in your head and you went with it. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that you have blame either. It just means you have unmanaged thoughts about them. And now that you know, you get to decide if you want to look at those thoughts and examine them and question them and change them. Or maybe you want to keep them. Maybe you just want to be upset with the person and think that they're difficult. And that's up to you. It's completely your choice. But I encourage you to take responsibility for your own feelings and not to advocate your throne, your power to anyone else. And even if that may be a little painful for you, do a thought download on that. Why am I afraid to stay on my throne, to take back my power? What would I lose by by taking my power back? Examine that. There might be something there as well. But I wanted to touch on this, you know, because we had talked a couple times about, you know, having these these shoulds or how people should act in, in relationships. And so I thought it was also important to talk about those people that we might label in our lives as difficult and, you know, how that relates to thought work and 
how we can improve and grow in that situation. So I hope that you enjoyed that and that it was helpful for you. You know, if you are struggling with particular thoughts about difficult people in your life, feel free to, you know, if it's something that you really are struggling with and want to change, I would love to coach you through that. So feel free to sign up for a connection call and we can talk more about that. When I first started working with a coach, there were many, many reasons, but one of the reasons was a group of what I thought at the time were difficult people in my life. And, you know, I was I was very committed to that story. They had done horrible things to me. And so, you know, I worked through that with my coach and I'm glad that I made that choice. And also that combined with, you know, all my client experience and my training, I can help you through it as well. And I would love to do that because I want you to step into your power and, you know, feel better and enjoy your life and not advocate your throne to anyone. So get out there, live your life, manage your minds and have a fantastic day. Until next time. 